0: Hey guys! Thanks for tuning in for this week's podcast. I'm Michelle Ferguson and today what I want to talk to you about is how to handle conflict. Now, I want to encourage you, if you didn't hear last week's podcast, to go ahead. We talked about the source of podcast. Go ahead and download that and take a listen to that because I believe this area of learning to deal with conflict the Bible way is very important because conflict is something that each and every one of us deal with from time to time. And in fact, I would actually say the more people that you're in contact with, the more conflict you can run across. And even if nowadays, even if you you don't run into a lot of people in person, you know, social media and just technology can keep people in your face as well. So learning how to deal with conflict is very important. So what happens when you do have an issue with a brother or a sister? What happens when something does happen and what happens when someone does make you upset or when someone is acting unlovely or someone is mistreating you? What is it that we're supposed to do? I'm going to read from Matthew chapter 18. I'm just going to read verses 15 through 17 and then we'll talk about it. Verse 15, and these are, these are. Uh, it's in red. This is the Jesus actually himself speaking. He says, Moreover, if thy brother shall trespass against thee, go and tell him his fault between thee and him alone. If he shall hear thee, thou hast gained a brother. Verse 16, But if he will not hear thee, then take with thee one or two more, that in the mouth of two or three witnesses every word may be established. Verse 17, And if he shall neglect to hear them, Tell it unto the church, but if he neglect to hear the church, let him be unto thee as an heathen man and as a publican. And here's what's uh, interesting about that. I think that Jesus really pointed out four things we can really take out of this passage of what to do when you find yourself in conflict from with other people. Notice that one of the first things that he mentioned here was to go to your brother and to pretty much go quickly. When you let grass grow under your feet, when you let Issues and situations grow under your feet. Oftentimes it makes the conflict that much worse and the longer it's in your head You know if we can be honest sometimes we can rewrite history the longer we're playing it back in their head I know for me that's one of the things that I'm always having to work with um, With myself is just to stop my mind from replaying these incidents and what I should have said and what I should have did and what I think they meant And the reason why they did this, because Satan will oblige you and oblige your creativity. (laughs) Creativity is a gift from God, but Satan can certainly try and get a hold of it and pervert it. Well, the Bible here is showing us that it's important that if someone offends you to go to that person. Bottom line, go to that person quickly, allowing the other person to speak to the situation because assumption is the mother of all mess ups. And How many of us have been in situations where we're twisted and we're tired and we're upset because we think someone did this or said this with this motivation just to find out when you actually talk to the other person that it wasn't what you thought it was. Well, this is a biblical principle and this is something that God expects us to do is not get caught up in assumptions and assuming what you think someone else is mean. In fact, I have to say this, is the Bible it also speaks very highly, about, very highly about humility and it speaks down on pride. And you have to really be honest is that when you are always putting your spin on what someone else meant that's a place of pride. You don't know what that person meant. Well, yeah, I know what people, I've been around a whole lot of people. You're not God. God looks at the heart. You can't see another person's heart. Well, what happens if you go to a person and, you know, they're telling you the a lie and they, they're trying to treat you like a fool? Well, in that case, if you obey what the Bible has has actually commanded you to do, you open yourself up to for the blessings of God and to continue to flow unhindered in that direction. I'm not responsible for whether or not someone else does or does not obey God, but what I am responsible for is following the principles of God. Listen, let me say this to you as well as coming to your brother. How you come matters. The Bible talks about a soft answer turns away wrath. So if you got to take a minute and get yourself together, that's very important because the response that you get from another person is heavily dependent upon how you approach them. And you know, it's not just what you say. You know, body language also speaks as well. The Bible also talks about being honest. And again, sometimes this is a bit of a risk because if you're dealing with somebody who has hurt you, the last thing you want to do sometimes is be honest. You're trying to protect yourself because you don't know what this person's motive is. And I'm not saying you have to tell everything, but be honest about this is what hurt me and you know this is what we need to do going forward. Let me allow you to speak to this or let, even let me uh, educate you in this because... A lot of times in relationships, boundaries are important. So sometimes when you go to someone because they've offended you, it doesn't necessarily make you best friends again, but it can set a strong boundary so that both parties know, hey, when you cross this line, it's unacceptable. The other thing is is that the Bible also says be angry and sin not. So again, regardless to what they did to you, how you come matters. And in in the idea that, you know, anger is not a sin in itself, but allowing anger to push you into sin is a, is the problem. The other thing that the that the Word of God really kind of shows us in this passage about how to deal with conflict is that to deal with it face-to-face when at all possible. You know, I think one of the things that technology has kind of cost us a little bit is the ability to communicate properly. Oftentimes, if you're texting and, you know, or you, you're you're sending emails or blah, 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 back and forth, it leaves a whole lot to interpretation if you can't do it face-to-face. Let me also say this as well is that you know be be careful about the social media thing. I know I always cringe when I'm, you know, I'm flipping through my timeline and I'm seeing people going off on their loved ones on Facebook, you know, talking about their problems on Facebook. And the Bible talks about the value of going to that person first, giving that person a chance to answer the issue first face to face. Because let's face it, by the time you get other people involved, you and the person who hurt you could work it out. But that doesn't mean that the other people who have just your side of the story are ever going to start thinking differently or forgive that person, I'm um, particularly married people. That's why it's very wise not to run to your parents every time your spouse upsets you because you and your spouse will work it out and your parents got a long lasting list of how trifling your spouse is that could cause conflict down the road. So you, you don't want to do it that way. And let me also say this to you as a person who is a listener. You have to be careful if you do have a friend coming to you and they're getting advice on conflict or something that's happened in their life or maybe they're just dumping on you. You have to make sure that you be careful to realize that you've only heard one side of the story. And sometimes we get out and we get caught up into mess is because we forget that there are always at least three sides to the story this person's side this person's side and then the truth is usually somewhere in the middle the other thing is um, after it talks about face to face and one to one if by chance at that point that that person doesn't hear you and nothing happens then the bible go ahead um, goes ahead and said then get some help Get some help to kind of deal with that person. And then, of course, then the Bible goes beyond that. And then it says, and if that doesn't work, then, you know, you just count that person as, you know, to the wayside. And let me just kind of say this in closing. What is it that you do if you get rejected? You've done everything you can. You've uh, you've approached the situation. I know I've, I, have, I have a relationship in particular that I just had to let go um, because of some source of conflict that I'm not even sure what it was about. I tried to address it. I did everything that I could, you know, and at some point you just kind of have to move forward. Well, when you are rejected, you have to make a few decisions to make sure that you keep your heart pure so that you're unhindered going forward. And that is number one, you've got to learn to forgive and let go. You know, if Jesus um, was on the cross, And he could say, you know, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. People that are literally killing him, you can forgive the person that hurt you. The other thing is Luke chapter 6 talks about how you should treat your enemies. He says pray for your enemies. It says do good to your enemies. Don't get into a place of retaliation because when you do that, you give that person power over your life and over your future. And then uh, Proverbs chapter 16 talks about this, and this is very important, what to do if you have a conflicting situation that just hasn't settled in the way that you want it to do. Don't spend your life trying to please or jump through hoops to, to try and please or appease someone who has made a decision that they're not interested in the relationship. Proverbs chapter, six, Proverbs chapter 16 says, "...when a man's ways please the Lord..." even his enemies will be made to be at peace with them. So don't run around trying to be and do everything to to appease other people. If you want to live a life of peace, because the Bible says blessed are the peacemakers, you want to live a life of peace, make sure to follow God's steps on how to deal with conflict, but also at the same time make sure that your motive for everything you do is pleasing the Lord, because when you please the Lord, even your enemies will be made to be at peace with you. Hope you enjoyed today's podcast. I want to encourage you to subscribe and share with your friends and family. Also, visit us on our website, michelleferguson.org. There's lots of good information there that can help you. There's some free media there that you can watch and share with your friends and family. I am Michelle Ferguson, helping you to discover, develop, and celebrate who God created you to be. See you next time.